Hey everybody, welcome back to the Premise Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Clean A Room Cleaning Service in Dothan, Alabama. If you have a room and it's in need of cleaning, call them. They will clean your room. Uh, we, we love Clean A Room. I have had a room before and it has been dirty before and I have needed to clean my room, but I didn't want to. So what did I do? I called Clean A Room Cleaning Service. Do they clean all types of rooms, Stephen? Uh, sure, if it's a room, uh, but, you know, they might uh, take some issue with what you might think is a room and what they think is a room, but no, you know, they're pretty open. A room is a room. I have, like, a, a foyer in my house. Do you think they'd clean that? A foyer? A yeah, a foyer. Uh, I'd say a, a foyer, a foyer, uh, a room. They're all rooms, you know? They have what floors, about, like, a, like a screened-in porch? They have walls. No, no, no. Okay, so a screened-in porch is different. Well, it depends on the screen. Is the screen, like, plastic, or is it a bug it's, screen? It's because mesh. I would say that's not a room, and... Cleaner room cleaning service does not do uh, rooms with uh, bug screens. Well, I have a bug screen inside, though. It's a mosquito net. Will they clean inside of that? Um, I don't know, but you know who you could call to find out? Who? Cleaner room cleaning service. Ah. Call cleaner room cleaning service to find out if they will clean your room. Wow, that was, that was a great ad read, Stephen. Um, today's episode is also brought to you by the show Frasier. Um, today's episode of the Premise Podcast, my name is Bo Segris, thank you, uh, and I'm joined by my other host, Stephen Marcus. Hello. You asked me to no longer call you a co-host. Was that better? The other host? Other host? I like other host. Why, why didn't you want me to call you co-host? Um... Well, you know, I think co-host just has a little bit of a secondary uh, feel to it. And, you know, I think I'm more important than you. What <laughs> What about, like, vice host? Vice host? Uh, well. Short for know, vice I mean, admiral. It's, it's hard to not think of the vice presidency, and that's uh, not a real job. So, <laughs> Thankfully, right now, that is not a real job. Um, <laughs> Well, today's episode of the Premise Podcast is the Speaking Terms Podcast. This is the show where every week, host uh, Bo and Stephen Marcus, we I guess we have the same name in the show, host <laughs> Bo Marcus and Stephen Marcus, um, bring on two former friends who are no longer on speaking terms, get them to hash out their differences for the first time talking to each other, and see if uh, we can get them on speaking terms by the end of the show. Welcome back, everybody. Once again, you are here listening to the um, Speaking Terms Grievances podcast. This is our 147th episode. Uh, uh, this show has had a lot of success. How do you think we've gotten so many people who aren't on speaking terms? Um, you know, I think they see us. They see us as leaders. They've heard from us. They know that we are good at what we do and that we are good at bringing two people that really hate each other um together to talk to each other and try and i think we've had some great success in the past we have had a lot of great success and you know what steven what's that 
I think after this one, we'll be ready to tackle Israel-Palestine. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely day today. Uh, we are joined today by two people who were once best friends, roommates even, but uh, just with this pandemic and everything going on, uh, you know, they've had some real issues recently. And so they've joined us here today just to see if we, Bo and I, uh, true experts in reconciling relationships right. and uh, bring them back together. So yes, that's right. Uh, Anthony and Katie are here with us. Uh, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Hey. So I noticed that Anthony was the first one to be willing to talk. Do you want to say anything about that, Anthony, before we get started? You know, I just feel like I'm the one that's always more willing to make a change to improve a relationship. That's a good I statement. I like how you used an I statement there. Um, hi, I'm, I'm Bo Segrist. I don't think we've ever met before, me and the guests. Um, now, I'll go ahead and answer your first question. A lot of people ask, they say, Bo and Steven, are you guys licensed therapists? Um, and that's just, uh, that's a mistake by the guests. Our guests aren't always um, that intelligent, that perceptive And I don't mean you guys. I mean other guests. Um, But we're not licensed therapists. But we do have really big hearts. And I think at the end of the day, that's a lot more important for something like this. Right, Stephen? I agree. I agree completely. So I want to let's just get our listeners, our hundreds of thousands of listeners, a chance to get to know you guys. And I'll just pick at random who can introduce themselves first. Um, How about Katie? Yeah, what do you want to know? I'm not on speaking terms with one of these people. And he already got to talk first, so we'll see how all this goes. I'm awesome. That's all all you want your listeners to know about you. (laughs) Yeah, well, they're your listeners. But sure. Oh, I'd, I'd like to apologize to um, Anthony, who uh, beforehand actually told me that he now prefers uh, Giovanni. Oh, for confidentiality's sake, we should. We're going to change Anthony's name to Giovanni. Anthony will be referred to as Giovanni. And Katie will be referred to as Katie, as in C-A-D-Y, which is not how her name is spelled. Does that make sense for everyone? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I appreciate you it. Go ahead and practice. Yeah, Anthony, what is your name? I am Giovanni. Oh, that sounds so stupid when you say it. I don't know. Say it with an impression. Scratch that. Yeah, try it again. My name is Giovanni. It's a pleasure to meet you. Better. That was a lot better. That was a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, Piacere, Giovanni. You know what that means? No. It means you need to take on a new identity as well as your new name for confidentiality's sake. <laughs> is that so? Yeah. Hey guys, guys, please. We'll get we'll get to the arguing. Just not yet. Um anything you want your listeners to know about you, Anthony. I just want them to know that I've tried so hard to get back on term speaking terms with Caddy. And <laughs> I feel like it's just it's just a lost cause and I just hope Bo and Steven can fix this for us. Have, have you guys tried anything else to reconcile this relationship, or is this your first try? Well, as uh, roommates, I don't know if you introduced that part. You're, um, you're roommates, right? Are you still living together? No, I moved out to live with my parents instead of her. 
Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> good to know. Oh, well, I just disappeared off the face yeah. of the earth. Back when we were roommates, you know, you, you see each other every now and then, you know, in the cars on the driveway. Uh huh. But that wasn't enough, apparently. And he, you, you feel that Anthony Giovanni, just for clarification, had to get his distance from you. That that distance, the emotional distance, wasn't enough. Yeah, well, I didn't know he was gone, so apparently he does need a lot of distance. It sounds like you don't actually care about him very much. Let's not have any response to that yet. We'll come back to it later. We'll just leave it there. Um, so the things that you guys want people to know about you is um, no new. You want no new information, right? Correct. Nothing about your likes, dislikes, habits, hobbies. I don't know. I think right, we we'll came here for a reason. As we go. I'm sure we'll right, How about we start here? Uh, Giovanni, I want you to tell me a little bit about ways that you think that you might be better than Katie. Or um, how do I say this uh, in a way that can help us here? Um, just Who are you talking to, Stephen? Giovanni. Oh, that thing is so confusing, isn't it? Okay, <laughs> Giovanni is the boy. Is the boy. Okay. Giovanni Sorry. is the boy. Keep going. Katie. Or as Giovanni said, Caddy, either one. Uh, Giovanni, could you tell me ways that you think Katie has wronged you or that you are better than her? Well, first of all, I know how to do the dishes, which okay. apparently eludes her. It is complicated, I know. but Is it the soap, Katie? Do you forget the soap? Yeah, usually when he says that we don't do the dishes, it's really his dishes that are there in the sink. I don't use the dishes. I actually use paper plates exclusively, sometimes styrofoam. And I take out the trash a lot, which is something that apparently you can tell Giovanni that he never did that while we were roommates. Oh, no, that is interesting. Is that a third roommate of yours? Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. I keep... You, you know what? Let's scratch the false yeah. name. It's third, too confusing for me. <laughs> our third roommate is a dog. And oh, so I don't, I mean, I never expected them to do the dishes or take out fair. the trash. For once, we can agree on something. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't some Airbud type dog that does that does house chores. No, no. it's more of the, the make messes, sleep all day kind of dog. You get it. I'm glad to see that you guys can agree on something. Right, Stephen? That's a good sign. Uh, yeah, I mean, depends on what we're looking for here, but I sure, right now, I think so. Okay. Um, so, dishes is a problem. Dishes and this dog. This sounds like a lazy dog, the way Katie presented it. Whose dog is this? It wasn't my dog. Oh. 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 Since we got it while we were rooming, I thought it was a shared thing. You I wouldn't wanted have a dog. If I knew it was your dog. Who paid for the dog? Or was it free? I think it was well, free. Yeah, one of these days, you know, we have this little shag kind of carpet down in the living room. Uh-huh. And I was walking along, and then I realized it was actually a dog. <laughs> You don't say. A shaggy dog. Yep. 
That's you gotta watch out. We had a, a dog. I didn't know it was free. So, so the dog just kind of entered the situation. Do you think the dog was a big point of conflict? Mm. More crossfire. You know, it gets caught in the crossfire tape. Yeah, uh-huh. I would agree. Mm. Who like was in a, charge of training the dog? Who was in charge of training the dog? Was there to train it? It just yeah sits there. It sits there. It already knew everything it needed to do. We don't expect oh, okay. to do dishes or trash, so no training. Okay, well, it's good to see that you all have found some common ground on um, anim- animal neglect. Um, yeah. So let's try to build on that. And I mean. What other what other grievances uh, are you here to speak with us about? Well, let me tell you. Speaking of animal neglect, actually, one time Katie brought home a teacup pig. Would you believe it? And I know what you're thinking. Cute little pig. Very adorable. But no, mm-hmm. not this one. It wasn't even that cute. It was an ugly pig. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Oh boy. Yeah, well, it was part right. of I've seen these cases before. Animal rescue for teacup pigs that are ugly, and they otherwise they won't have a good life. Why? Why'd you bring home a pig though? Just so it could have a good life? Yeah. Well, better. I mean, let's not get crazy. It'll have a better life than being ugly and alone. What's the ugly pig's name? <laughs> Uh, what you don't remember the name or something i mean it's been a while since i've had it but so this was a name that came with was herbert but i thought that was kind of i mean still not something so i named it lucky Uh, oh Alright, I think I'm disinterested in the pig by now. I don't know about you, Steven. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about the, the ugly pig. Um, so, okay, so, so far, there's been a lot about pets and a lot about dishes. I don't, I don't really understand how... These are problems that all roommates have. All roommates disagree on how attractive a pig is. I mean, I don't... My, my question, I guess, is just... Why is your roommate case um, so spectacular? Is this, is this all that you guys do? You mean neglect animals? No, that's not it. <laughs> My question, Anthony, is why should I care about you guys? What? You mean well, what's there to fight about? Yeah, what, what are you fighting about? The relationship to okay. me is boring so far, so tell me something more. Uh, oh, okay. That's exactly the word, Stephen. Boring. Well, mostly I'm here to get the $5,000 that you borrowed from me for Midnight Poker back. Whoa! Hold on. Who owes you $5,000 for Midnight Poker Games? Katie owes me $5,000 for Midnight Poker Games. She said she would pay it back. She said she just needed a little bit more to win. But Mm -hmm. I still haven't seen it. I said I would pay you back if I won. I said if I win, I will pay you back. Wow. And you probably heard, I'll just pay you back, but that's not what I said. So is this something you guys would do when you were roommates, play midnight poker games? I didn't play midnight poker. She needed the money. Yeah, we didn't you play let her, you, so, 
Uh, okay, so it's not that you lost money, you lost hands to Anthony. It's that he lent you $5,000 to gamble. Yeah. And of course, the expectation was she's going to pay it back. In if full. Mm. Now she's saying, if I win. And I know that kind of admits, you know, self-admitting that I'm not great at poker so far. But you never know. You know, it could it could come back around. Well, we're not here to question your skills. This isn't about whether or not you're good at poker. It's about whether or not you're a decent human being who can have a good relationship. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Mm. Steven, what do you think about this whole poker situation? Well, I got to say, Katie. KD, that is. Um, yeah, thank you. My privacy needs protection. Wait, KD. Okay. $5,000. Okay, that's, a, that's a lot of money for someone who's no good at poker. Wow, I did not say no good. <laughs> Thanks. Anthony, what would you say? I mean, if she lost that much money, she certainly can't be great. Mm. Mm. I, I don't want to go throw around. it yet. You, you know who's great at poker? You know who is great at poker? Who's that? Desmond Waiters, poker mm-hmm. champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Should we uh, maybe do a little rapid fire, you know, a little lightning round? Yeah, I'd like to get more. I think you guys have a lot more going on than what you're letting on. So let's just take turns. Let's not respond quite yet. If you have a little thing to say, go ahead. But let's just one at a time. Say some grievances. Katie, you go first. Okay. Uh, Anthony has, uh, Giovanni has started a lot of fires in our backyard. Fire? What kind of fires? Like dumpster fires one time. He brought in a dumpster and uh, tire fires and just general trash. Burning fire. tires in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anthony? Yeah. Well, you started repairing arcade games that you got from old closed down pizza places and you just leave them all in our living room all over the place if you want to repair them that's fine but maybe don't leave them in the living room where i can't watch tv anymore so you're mad about the arcade game clutter in the house yes you got it it's just are everywhere these, are these fun games well they're okay i mean she's more of a dig dug kind of person and i'm more of a galaxians kind of person so, so Anthony has this problem that he doesn't like Dig Dug. Okay, Katie, what's your next one? Yeah, well, speaking of the living room, when you smoke in there with your own hand-rolled cigarettes, you never offer me a single one. Well, it's expensive, Katie, to hand-roll your own cigarettes. Mm. Yeah, well, I think they, you know, they look pretty good, and you never even <laughs> offer me they a are. puff. I bet he looks really cool smoking them too. That's a cool thing to do. Oh, you! This episode of the Speaking Terms podcast is brought to you by cigarettes. Maybe you need to take a load off. Maybe you had a, a long day at work, or maybe you just want to feel something, anything. Try cigarettes. They won't let you down. Get hooked on cigarettes today. All right, um, back to the show, Anthony. Um, I, I'm noticing that a lot of this has to do with money. I think I speak for me and Steve when I say we get bored when everything is related, when everything has to do with money. Um, so is there anything else that's been bugging you? Now that you mention it, 
Let me tell you about Night Terrors. Night, oh, night, terrors. night Terrors. Katie mm-hmm. has them, and you know what that means? She's up every night, screaming and yelling and banging on things. And I would try to help her, but everybody knows you just got to let them play out. You got to let them run its course. Yeah, that you great, understand. Dude. And so I can never get a good sleep. So I'm always tired when I go to work in the morning. It's terrible. Wait, where's your work? Where do you work? Um, I actually work at a pizza place, believe it or not. Ours has actually been driving out other ones. Don't worry about it, though. So she's not really getting in the way of much, is what you're saying. No. Listen, pizza is an art. And when people like you belittle it, that's just frankly unacceptable. It's been passed down from the Italians thousands of years ago. Mm. You're right. Pizza was invented thousands of years ago in Italy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, night tears are just my favorite way to pregame midnight poker. So so you have the night terrors, then you go play midnight poker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you say it as if as if you have them on command. Can you command these night terrors? No, when usually, they come usually to they're me, involuntary. Those are the nights that I go do midnight poker. Has Anthony ever woken you up from from night terrors? And as we all know, that is the one thing you're not supposed to do when someone is having night terrors. Uh, just the teacup pig, but that didn't last very long. So he woke up the teacup pig. No, the teacup pig woke up me. Oh. <laughs> From your night terrors. Classic. So let's say Anthony were to wake you up from your night terrors. Would Mm -hmm. you harm him then? Maybe. Maybe I'd force him to go to midnight poker with me. Yeah. Which he's never done. And I've offered many times. So Anthony has made the sacrifice. He has chosen to to save you from long-lasting emotional trauma by not waking you up from your night terrors. This sounds like a problem on your side. How were you able to spin that in a selfish way? Me? Yeah. <clears throat> well. Why was that a bad thing for Anthony to not wake you up from your night terrors? Because uh, then I lost time for midnight poker. And if you're late to it, they won't let you in. Where did mm. you get your money for that from when you weren't borrowing it from Anthony? Uh, my own winnings. Oh, so you do have a history of winning at Midnight Poker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought 5000 would really go far. Who do you play Anthony? with? Oh, I heard it. Who, who do you play with, Katie? Are these, as you would say, upstanding citizens? Yeah, for sure. They have night terrors too, but they're, they're great people. <laughs> oh, it's the night terror community. Uh, please, we prefer Midnight Poker community. Exclusive. Okay. Well, Sorry. Yeah. It sounds to me like Katie has a his KD has a history of winning poker. So why, Anthony Giovanni, do you have this issue with her borrowing your money? Because she hasn't given it back. But she will, correct? Will she? Yeah. I think we can all agree that Katie's in the right on this issue. Did you hear how awesome that sounded? She has a history of winning poker. Yeah. <laughs> No one has that, that on the resume, but we should. That's pretty badass, Katie. I gotta say, yeah, I no. think I'm on your. Yeah, I'm, we don't take sides, but if we did, I'd be on your side. The history of winning poker. I mean, Anthony, you haven't complained in a while. Maybe that's the problem. Why don't you do some of that? Well, one of the worst things, right? 
we used to have game nights, you know, like healthy roommates, but she always mm-hmm. wanted to play charades. I hate charades. I hate the acting. I hate the stupid miming. It's all terrible. But also, she also sometimes forgot what charades was, but still insisted we play it. And then we just played Monopoly, but she kept calling it charades the whole time. It was ridiculous. That sounds like a very annoying idiosyncrasy of Katie's. Very annoying. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. while we're on the subject of things we used to do when we were on speaking terms, I have a few. Uh, we used to have a um, shared leaf collection. Do you remember that? We used to do that in the living rooms. We'd go out and get leaves and bring them all back together. And now, what am I supposed to do with a bunch of half leaves? Now that we're not on speaking terms anymore. You split them in half when you weren't on speaking terms anymore. Yeah. Was that an act you did together? You did that together? Splitting? Yeah. How, how did the leaves get split in half? The leaf collection. And just to clarify, you you split in half each individual leaf yeah, instead yeah. of just halving the collection? Yeah. Because if you only have one leaf of a certain kind, then... You can't go out and get more. You gotta gotta split that sucker. Anthony, did you know this about the half leaves? I did not realize that me leaving had caused such issues with the leaf collection. No. Did you care about this leaf collection at all? Yeah, that makes me, me think you didn't even care. You haven't checked it in a while to know that they're all half now. I mean, do you even know the value of this leaf collection, Anthony? I could make guesses, but I'm not sure. But I will say I enjoyed it while it lasted, but it was simply too minor a upside to support all of these other issues. Mm. So the leaf collection wasn't enough to keep you guys together. That's what I'm hearing. Correct. Hmm. Steven, any thoughts right now on where we are? Yeah, here's I don't I don't care about the leaves. Um I think <laughs> You know, I've, I've had something stuck in my head since you mentioned it earlier, but um, I mean, Katie, can you not acknowledge that burning tires is fun? Yeah, you said that about Anthony as if it was a complaint. That sounded really cool. Like a cool oh, thing he is. was doing for the environment. Yeah, I think another thing that you've been hearing is Anthony doesn't invite me to do things with him. Smoking, mm. dishes, oh. you know, mm. fires in the backyard. Um, so if we had to do them in the backyard, then I should at least be invited. And that's your backyard, wow. too. Yeah. Otherwise, he should do them somewhere else, and then I won't even know. Who owns the lighter fluid? Can I ask that? It's mine, obviously. You own the the lighter fluid. Yes, of course. And I suppose you also stole the tires. Well, stole is a strong word, but I suppose you could say that. So you're the one who put in the hard work of stealing the tires. You bought the lighter fluid or stole it. You made that unclear. So you've, you've stolen all these items. Do you feel that you have some kind of right to the tire fires that Katie does not have? I mean, to say I don't have some extra privileges on them would be a little disingenuous. What could... What, no. uh, let, yeah, let me ask this before you move on. What could Katie do better? What what should she change about herself that might make the tire fire situation a little better? Uh, maybe 
if she had just politely asked me to come to the tire fires, I would have let her. I didn't even know she liked tire fires. I thought she just complained about the black smoke and the pollution. So she was complaining about them, but maybe, Katie, what you were really complaining about was being left out. Maybe. I mean, I thought I was dropping pretty clear cues. You know, my bedroom faces the backyard, and so every time he would go do a tire fire, I would plaster my little face up next to the window and look at him doing these fires and seem so sad. And Uh he never seemed to notice. I think it was just the smoke blocked your mirror, so I could never see you. Interesting. See, you well, didn't see me. I think we've settled the tire fire problem. I think it's time to move on. Don't you, Steven? Yeah, I agree. I'm Team Anthony. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ice cream, <laughs> Anthony, we used to have uh, ice cream sundaes all the time. And like I would bring the uh-huh. ice cream, and then he would have the toppings. And that worked pretty well. Until one time I was out getting ice cream and he changed the locks while I was gone. He changed the locks while you were out getting ice cream for the ice cream sundaes? Yeah. So then I was outside with all this ice cream and I had to eat it all immediately so it wouldn't go to waste. Wow. And then that gave you a brain freeze, I bet. Yeah. (sighs) Okay, but what she's not telling you, did I do that? Yes. But... You admit to giving her the brain freeze. Yeah, In a roundabout brain way, brain. I suppose I could admit to that. But what she's not telling you is that there have been a string of robberies in our neighborhood, and we had lost our spare key. So really, I was doing the responsible thing. By locking her out of the house. That makes sense. Right. I was just trying to be safe, and you know, I was going to give her a key as soon as she got inside, but it took her so long, I had completely forgot about it. You're probably busy doing your own thing. You sound like you have a busy schedule. Yeah, I was, you know, reinforcing the windows, you know, checking for cameras and suspicious activity. I simply didn't see her eating all that ice cream. You were checking for cameras? I was checking for our own cameras, making sure they're in place and looking at the right right places. Is is Uh, your apartment bugged, Anthony? Have you bugged your apartment? Have I bugged my own apartment? No, of course not. You just, Steven, doesn't he sound like a real Nixon to you? Yeah, and you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with bugging. You know, if you're curious what your roommates are saying and you don't want them to know that you're listening, or if there's intruders, Mm -hmm. why not bug your own apartment? That seems like a healthy activity to me. Yeah, we're pro-bugging. We've made that clear on past episodes of the show. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay, so with all this stuff... Katie, please. With all this stuff, the tire fires, the not doing the dishes, the the nameless dog, the, and the night terrors, the midnight poker games, the ugly pig, the ugly pig, the locking your roommate out. I don't really see like much of a problem with you guys. Am I right, Stephen? Yeah, These all sound like normal roommate issues. Yeah, and it seems pretty clear in each situation who is in the right. Yeah, I think it's pretty it's pretty easy to tell who was wrong in each situation. Yes. Should we go ahead and say who we're siding with, just so everybody's clear? I think it's important for Stephen and I to communicate in that way. I think that would be healthy for us. Do you want to go first? Uh, yes. Uh, I think, uh, to me, Katie. 
You think Katie's right? Well, uh, hmm. Oh, oh I, I'll say I definitely don't think Steven's right. I suppose. Um, well, I think, I think that's, that's wrong. I well, I think Anthony's right. I think Anthony sounds like the cooler roommate. Um, I think Anthony, he's the one who smokes. He's the one who he doesn't just smoke cigs. He smokes tires and. Damn it, Anthony, I respect the hell out of you, okay? Well, well, to me, I look at this situation, and it's just Anthony uh, being someone who is too impatient to wait for Katie to make it big with her gambling. That's true. You haven't really supported her in that. Well, me? Yeah, you haven't supported her in her gambling. Katie, would you like to be supported in your gambling? Yeah, for sure. See? I feel like I did support her when I lent her $5,000. Oh, you supported her financially. Yes, but then you tried to make her pay it back. Yeah, that was a little... Before I had won anything with it. That was a little rude, I would say. I think that part was a little rude. Trying to get get all your money back. Are you, you sound so greedy to me, Anthony. So greedy. I gotta pay for these ice cream sundaes some way. I just, wanted, I just wanted to make our room, our house, the best it could be, but I didn't have any money to do that. So I have a, I have a question for Katie. Um, a, a lot of roommates have problems with um, bringing guests over. Would you like to accuse Anthony of having any undesirables around the house? Yeah, well, your girlfriend. Uh, she. Wait, hold on. Whose girlfriend? Oh, Anthony's. You wait. You two aren't married? No. Not you all just... roommates are married. Recently all divorced? Married roommates. Yeah, did you get divorced? Or... No. You, you two have never been married or in a relationship? Just a roommate relationship. Correct. And mm. co-parenting a dog. And... I guess I thought this whole time you two were married. Hmm. Hmm? Well, that's a little embarrassing for you, I would say. Katie, just continue, please. Okay. <clears throat> With the girlfriend thing? Yeah, this uh, girlfriend, mistress, woman. Mm-hmm, right, of, of Anthony's. Yeah, well, she comes over and she always wants to pick the music that we listen to. She always wants to uh. like make blanket forts in the living room. And again, uh. I'm not allowed in there. And she has to do that every single weekend. Um, so every out. weekend you have your living room taken from you for this from this blanket fort lady. Yeah, and I think we've emphasized enough how much we use our living room for things that we do together or arcade you know, games. Ourselves. And so yeah. then, yeah, it's a monopoly on it. It's a charade on, on the <laughs> living room. Very nice. Then, Extra points for Katie. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't, I don't really know what to do with that. And then I've never been on speaking terms with her, which is fair. To oh, say. Uh, but that's not going to change. So that's all. Do fine. you guys so, want to be on the podcast? We need a guest for next week. We'll we'll we, see what kind of schedule we we have. Um, we can try to get you guys. I'll say just if our goal for this podcast is to get these two on speaking terms, they've done a lot of talking. I think we're doing a really good job, Stephen. I think so as well. And now tell me, is Anthony's secret lover uh, or evil lover also an Italian? Yeah, is she also Italian? 
Yeah, I don't know about that. Speaking of spe- secrets, she just makes me tell my deepest, darkest secrets, and then she doesn't share any. So I wouldn't know if she was Italian or, or what, because she never tells me anything. But then she tricks me into telling her secrets. So you're mad that you tell her all about your ethnicities, but she won't tell you hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't even you. have that many to go for. So, uh, But I bet she has a lot that she could talk about, but you know, mm. she never reciprocates the conversation. It's not my fault you walk into her traps. If she gets you to talk and then doesn't talk, that's your problem, not mine. And I'm sorry that you were just so easily manipulated by my girlfriend. He makes well, a good I, point. You know, yeah. I have a soft spot for someone who can make blanket forts. So yeah. you like the blanket forts? Yeah. Oh, now she likes the blanket forts. I just hate that it's so often and that I can't ever come in. Yeah, well, you would know about taking up the whole living room one, too, with your arcade cabinets. Sometimes I just want to take up the whole living room. Yeah, well, mine are permanent. <laughs> they, you, you should just get used to them being in the living room. But the That makes sense to me. Up, down, up, down. You know, I never know when there's going to be one. And sometimes when I have to go through the living room, like, I have to, then I have to memorize a new maze of tunnels to get through this blanket for it and get to the mm. stairs. And, like, I can't and get to your arcade games. Yeah, I, that would be another layer of tunnels to memorize is how to get to certain arcade games. And like Anthony said earlier, I don't like some of the same ones that he wants to play. I'm more of a dig dug guy. And so to get to those, I have to really figure out the tunnels. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Anthony, I'd love to hear another one of your grievances right now. Well, before we resolve you know, that. It works out that she brought up significant others. Because did you, did she tell you that she is dating my therapist? You, wait, your therapist? Katie's dating your therapist? My therapist, whom I tell all of my secrets to. And listen, I'm not saying I don't trust my therapist, but I am saying I bet Katie has been working real hard to get her to tell things about me that I don't want to share. Katie, do you have... Any kind of res- this is just a big bombshell. Stephen, did you know about this? I didn't, and uh, Anthony's therapist is my uh, grandfather. <laughs> so you did not tell me you had kids, much less grandkid. <laughs> Wait, what's your what's your grandfather's name? This therapist, uh, Anthony. Actually, his name is Anthony. <laughs> Anthony Herzog, is that right? Uh, well, I've never known his last name, but... <laughs> so, there's... Okay, let me see if I'm understanding it correctly. There's this man named Anthony. Well, let's call him Anthony, just for clarification's sake. Okay. There's this man named Anthony. He's an old man with a grandkid. He's not old, he's 42. <laughs> okay, he's a... Wow. He's a young man with a grandkid. That makes me feel better, actually. Yeah. So, this man had his first child when he was maybe 10, 11. Eight years old, actually. Okay. You know St- Steven Tyler? Steven Tyler, the, the lead singer of Aerosmith, lost his virginity at seven. Can you believe that? <laughs> no, I don't. That's, that's what we should be talking about. Yeah. Um, Let's get on speaking terms with him. 
So this man is is a licensed therapist. He's Anthony's therapist. Anthony tells him everything. That's right. And Katie is in a serious and intimate relationship with this grandfather. Yes. Yep. And you have do you have anything to say, Katie? Or is... well, I think it goes back to all the secrets. You know, now that I've shared a lot of secrets, I want to even out the playing field because I also know that Anthony's girlfriend is definitely telling him all the things that I tell her. Or that she hears as I'm walking through the house. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to even out the playing field. So I You're just trying to level the playing field. Yeah, yeah. L- like a baseball player who takes steroids. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. And, you know, it gets rid of all the pressure to have kids because he already has kids, you know, and grandkids. So now we just get to pressure those grandkids to have kids. So you, so you're, you would rather be the stepmom to Steven's parents. Step yeah, to, to Steven. Oh, okay, okay. I, I honestly, it's kind of like a grandkid reveal. I did not know of the relation here, so you didn't but, know this forty-two-year-old had grandkids. Uh, uh, this is getting uh, a little confusing. I mean, I've never, I've never Let's met my grandmother. Oh, you don't know, you don't know this grandfather. You I just know that. No, no, my grandmother. I've never met my grandmother. Oh. Hello. Oh, because she's... Katie, are you on the phone? Did you just answer the phone? No. I think Katie might be my grandmother. Steven, come here. (laughs) Okay, so this is... Let's go back to Anthony for a second. This is a big thing that Katie is dating Anthony's therapist. That's... That's... uh, As someone who has... Um, read a lot of books on psychiatry. Um, I've seen the show Frasier. I've, I've, um, I have friends who have gotten their degrees. This seems like a big, uh, brooch of confidentiality agreements. Mm-hmm. Why? Don't we you... haven't said anything of secrets yet. But you're planning on it. Here? Well, I'm saying, Katie, do you, does this grandfather tell tell you Anthony's secrets that Anthony shares in therapy sessions? Maybe. And are there any good ones? Maybe. That you'd like to share? Okay. So that's a big problem that Anthony has. I think we both, uh, you know, after talking to this therapist, me and relationship, Anthony and his therapy relationship, um, we both leave happy. You know, knowing more about Anthony. So, okay. I I would just like to say this is a weird situation. um, But I admire your commitment to try to patch things up with Anthony. Mm -hmm. So, I commend you, Katie, for your role in this relationship. I think you're working very hard to try to get back on speaking terms with Anthony by learning his secrets. Um, by using his therapist for your own gain. Um, mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Katie, Anthony. Anthony, I want you to pay attention about this. Katie does what she needs to do to get the job done. She'll take the $5,000. She'll have the night terrors. Mm-hmm. What have you. What do you have to say for yourself, Anthony? I'm saying maybe she is getting the job done, but is the job worth doing? Whoa. That was deep. Wow. Yeah. yeah it well, sounds to me like Anthony 
is accusing Katie of being a person for whom the solution is worse than the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's my personality type. Oh, that's your personality type? That's one of the two, yeah. You're a coexist sticker? Yeah. Um, okay. Let's just... I, I, th- I think the, the problem here, and why we're not really getting anywhere, we don't really know why you guys are upset with each other. You've just been telling us about all these things. We haven't gotten the story of why you broke off communication. Why are you no longer on speaking terms? And I would like Anthony to go first. Why, why are you not on speaking terms? Let's hear the story. Well, first of all, I think everything I've said so far has been good reasons. But... That's... You, let, no, I, I would please, disagree. Please, please, let me continue. The $5,000 I lent her was not just some $5,000, okay? okay? My grandfather fought in the Korean War. For which side? I won't say. It doesn't matter. But... So you wait, just nope, so, your nope, grandfather? Nope, nope. Oh, okay. He fought in the Korean War and he died in Korea and his body was never recovered. But he had a watch, you see. And one of his friends stole from him right before he died. And okay. I want that watch back. I have spent years of my life tracking it down and I have finally found the man who has it. And I just want to buy it back so I can have this heirloom of my grandfather whose body is lost somewhere in the jungles of Korea. Is that too much to ask, to have this one heirloom of my grandfather? But no, she needs it for her gambling, which maybe she'll win, but it doesn't seem like it if she hasn't won it back yet. So Katie took the $5,000 you needed to buy. You needed to use this $5,000 to buy a watch that belonged to your grandfather who fought against America in the Korean War. Am I hearing this right? I didn't explicitly say against America. I'm not going to say which side he fought for, but if that's a conclusion you want to draw, I suppose you could be fair in that assumption. Yes. I've, I've, I've never even heard of the Korean War, and to me, the gambling just sounds cooler. So you're on Katie's side. And I'm still on my new grandma's side. I think I'm on Anthony's side here, and I think this is a healthy way for us to communicate um, who's doing better in the argument? I think I'm on Anthony's side because he he has shown that he has a grandfather who, you know, who may or may not be an expat, um, but he has a grandfather whom he cares for. He cares about the legacy of that grandfather, and he wants to buy that grandfather's watch. Katie, what do you have to say for yourself about why you broke off speaking terms with Anthony? Because to me, it sounds like he's in the right here. Yeah, well, <clears throat> funny that we're talking about ancestors, because Anthony murdered my parents, and Whoa. things were kind of fine until then, um, but yeah, that was really hard to still be on speaking terms with him. Katie, will you, will you repeat that? I don't think I, I got that, what you just said. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Giovanni. My roommate, not the therapist, uh, murdered my parents. Now, she is making a very broad statement there. Is there evidence that I killed them? Maybe. You know, was I the last one to see them alive? 
Yes. I did not know that part. I thought you had poisoned uh, one of them. And now, Anthony, we surely there's a good reason for this. Surely, surely this is justified somehow. Why did you murder Katie, Katie's parents? Okay, well, first of all, I'm not saying I murdered them because I'm still a free man. But if I were to have murdered them, this would be why, okay? You see, one time, Katie invited me over to their house for a holiday meal. You know, it was Thanksgiving, actually. Very nice of her. Her family, they seemed nice at first. And then I started talking about my grandparents, you know, the one who, and my grandfather, you know, who died in the Korean War. Very tragic, wouldn't you say? Yes. And then they were just so rude that I couldn't confirm that he fought for the United States. And then they just yelled and yelled. And eventually they just kicked me out all because I would not admit that he was in the wrong, which I think was just simply too much. You know, just let me have my grandfather. Okay. Just let me, let me hold on to his memory without you trying to soil it with your accusations of, you know, being a war criminal or anything like that. So that's why you murdered Katie's parents. Supposedly. Supposedly. That would be why I murdered her parents, yes. I don't know. That makes sense to me, Stephen. Yeah, I mean, this sounds like Anthony's very own If I Did It, which, I mean, to me, really helped O.J. Simpson's case in my my eyes. You are a lot like O.J. in this story, Anthony. You're misunderstood. Um, Aren't I? You, you know, you're getting accused of a lot of things, um, and you are a former running back. That's right. That's true. High school was really a good time for me. I'm not sure about the details of that story. Uh, from my memory, we invited him over to celebrate Cyber Monday, and he was very late to the party. Um so there weren't really a lot of deals left. And while we were talking about buying things, he brought up this watch. Uh, but I don't remember it being connected to his his possibly war criminal uh, grandfather. Katie, I oh. wonder, do you think the problem is less that uh, Anthony murdered your parents? And more along the lines of, you have a problem listening to him? I wonder, maybe you hear him, but you don't always listen. Yeah. And, my, my and maybe that has to do with why he murdered your parents. Thank you, Bo. Uh, Steven, you're on my side. You want to say yeah, something? Yeah, you know, I gotta say, I'm still on Katie's side here, but uh, can oh, you tell really? me more, in, in your memory, tell me a little bit more about what uh, Anthony said about the watch at this celebration of Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, we were eating leftovers of, you know, Thanksgiving, so random turkey and, and whatnot that you eat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were pulling up Amazon, looking at all the deals and stuff, and we saw Anthony's wish list on Amazon, mm-hmm. and it had this watch on there. So, obviously, I didn't think it was some sort of heirloom thing. When he talks about tracking it down, he really just looked it up. Kind of unlikely. Uh, anyway, and so we were celebrating in the only way you can, mm-hmm. purchasing things. And uh, that's when I said, well... Really, I, you know, my wish list was a little outside my price range. And so that's when I asked Anthony for $5,000. Uh, 
that I could borrow because mm-hmm. I'd been on a real winning streak with, you know, poker and that kind of stuff. Um, so that you could make you and Anthony much richer. It's an investment. Yeah, or just give him back the 5000 and then I'll keep whatever I win. And then... But that's not that's not going to happen, right? You're not giving him five thousand back, or are you? We'll see what kind of winnings we get. You know, it's okay. like good old fashioned bank robbery. You know, don't divvy it up until you have it. Right, because yeah, 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 that makes sense. Right, and then yeah, and so he seemed on board with that. I don't remember him leaving in you know in anger uh, after this meal that we had given him. And, uh, you know, Wi-Fi password and all that kind of stuff, you know? And, uh, yeah. So I don't know what kind of beef he had with my parents and all of this. Hmm. You know, Maybe you just didn't notice the sly, underhanded comments that they kept throwing to me about my grandfather. Just like you to not even be listening. Yeah, they kind of do sound like jerks, Katie, I will say. I can't deny that, but now they're dead jerks. And right. Anthony, Anthony. <laughs> Uh, Katie, let me defend you here. Anthony, perchance, were you ordering this watch on Amazon from Hobby Lobby? Hobby, okay. Well, Mr. Steven, I appreciate all you've done on this show to help people, but that is quite frankly the most ridiculous accusation. Anthony, will you answer the question? No, I was not ordering it from Hobby Lobby. Hmm. I told you I had to track it down. Not just order some new watch off a hobby. Anthony, lobby. have you ever bought any kind of, uh, oh, I don't know, religious or culturally significant artifacts from Hobby Lobby, um, which they likely bought from uh, terrorist group ISIS? So what if I have? So you, so what I'm hearing is you have likely purchased um, artifacts that have a certain cultural heritage in um, land that formerly belonged to the Persian Empire, um, that ISIS, the terrorist group, acquired these products, sold them to Hobby Lobby, and you bought them. Well, yes, I bought them, but I bought them for a good cause. Which was? I'm not trying to fund the terrorist group ISIS. I can agree. Sure. They are bad, right? We're not here to debate that. We can all agree that ISIS is bad, right? I'm an, I'm anti-terrorist. And I'm not afraid to say it. Whoa, but, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, Stephen, listen. I'm talking now. You had your turn to accuse me. Wow, I listen. love the way you are taking charge on this whole ISIS I'm just, thing. I'm learning things here. Yeah, I'm learning a lot about Anthony. Keep going. My intent was to. Get it back to museums and authorities in the region that was once the Persian Empire. That way they could safely protect it until hopefully the ISIS threat was eliminated. Yeah, like Indiana Jones. You're like Indiana Jones. Exactly, exactly. It belongs um, in a museum. That's you, man. You're right. That is me. I put my Hey, life and if a couple of parents have to die along the way. So be it. Well, not, that, uh, not that I'm admitting to killing anyone. Yeah, next, oh. thing, next thing you'll say, at least they were jerks, huh? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I do think that Anthony I, said that earlier. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Katie, when when Anthony supposedly uh, murdered your parents, how did that make you feel? And please use I statements. 
Well, I didn't know for a very long time because I'm not very close with my parents. So I didn't check for a while. Uh, but when I found out, here's a good eye statement. I felt confused. Uh-huh. And I d- didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I did not think Anthony would be at fault. Or that we would not be on speaking terms. <clears throat> and in fact, he was the first, uh, third person that I called to tell him the news. What did he say? As I recall, it was about, you know, Christmas time at this point, And he said, uh, I don't take death calls on Christmas Eve. Get out of my life. He said that to you. Have you have you spoken since? Uh, not till now. Wow. Hmm. So it sounds like you both have reasons to be upset. Let's just lay this out. Maybe Stephen can help me. Um, Anthony has a lot of grievances. Among them, his grandfather, who fought in the Korean War, and we're not sure which side he fought for, possibly against America in the Korean War. Possibly. Um, he had a watch that was stolen off of his dying body. Anthony tracked down this watch, but because Katie had borrowed money from him, he was not able to afford the watch. And also, Anthony funds the terrorist group ISIS, but some would argue in the same way that Indiana Jones would do it, because things belong in a museum. All right, so that's Anthony's side of this disagreement. Katie's side. Stephen, maybe you could lay that out? Well, Katie is an incredible gambler. She had an opportunity here to make both her and Anthony much more wealthy. Yes. She has lived with Anthony, and he is a jerk. He does not invite her to burn tires with him. Mm -hmm. He has an evil girlfriend who makes forts in the living room so that Katie cannot get to her arcade games. And remember, Katie and Anthony are, are not married. Remember that. And they're, that's correct, and they're not recently divorced either. Mm-hmm. Just co-parents to a dog. And frankly, you know, as somebody who has never had a grandmother before, I, th- I think Katie here is in the right. So you think you found um, a grandmother figure in katie i think so and also part of katie's side is that uh anthony murdered her parents that's just kind of like a footnote on her story yeah, anthony that's, that's murdered her parents. um so steven let's now that we've laid out all these things um let's just say that in the end these things don't really matter in the grand scheme of things when you're on your deathbed you're just not going to remember the time your parents were murdered or the time that this valuable family heirloom was uh, basically stolen from you um, or the time that someone didn't do the dishes. These are just things that um, won't stick with you the rest of your lives. Am I right, Stephen? You're completely right. So, Stephen, as the person um, who has read more books than me on the study of psychiatry... And has a grandfather in the field. Um, That's right. Explain to me a little bit about how we can reconcile this relationship. Well, here's what I think we need to do 
So um, <clears throat> I think we need to collectively, we all need to gather together. We need, you need to invite um, what family you have left and we need to build a very large effigy of tires and burn it together. And I think so you- this would be really helpful to bring you two back together. And I also think Anthony needs to reveal how he murdered Katie's parents. So, okay. I think this is a good idea. We can finally resolve this thing of Anthony doesn't always invite Katie to things. And <laughs> that he murdered her parents. Um, so, Anthony... I think this would be very good if you guys could share in this activity. We we always preach shared experiences on this podcast. We want shared experiences. Isn't that right, Stephen? That's right. I think so, what I'm hearing is that Anthony needs to host a tire burning slash murder reveal party. Yes. You're getting better at listening, and, Katie. Well, okay. And... <laughs> He invites me and does not invite his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. She's, she's got to be out yes, of the picture. It would also be fair if Anthony just went ahead and killed his girlfriend. Yeah. If you're going to kill people, why not, why not start with her? At least break up with her. At least. Yeah. Maybe hide the blankets. Mm. Yeah. We don't want to... We don't want any images that could conjure up past traumas. Anthony, mm-hmm. I want you to use I statements. And invite Katie to a tire burning. I would like to invite you. Hey, please use I statements. I don't know what that means. I started with I. I don't know what you. You said you. Don't say you. You said don't say you. I statements, Anthony. Now invite Katie. I would like to invite Katie. Uh, Please just talk about yourself here. It's not. (laughs) We're talking about your feelings, your emotions. I statements. I want people to come to my tire burning. Well, you can be a little more specific than that. That could, You could be inviting anybody. Okay, well, listen. I do not like how you are attacking my invitation. I am trying to build bridges. And you are, quite frankly, making it more difficult at this point. I have never, in my psychiatric career, heard so few I statements in one sentence. (laughs) I. I statements than I (laughs) I would like Anthony to tell me how he murdered Katie's parents. See, that's an I statement. I will not. I am not admitting that I even killed them. That's better. That's better use of my statements. I think things sound like they're getting settled. Don't you, don't yeah. you guys feel better? Yeah, guys, I think I, I'll come to the, to the party. You'll go to the party. Yeah, it Ooh. won't be admitting that you killed my parents, but... As long as you just reveal it there, that'll be good. Maybe you could do have some kind of pinata, and there's a there's a confession in the pinata. Mm-hmm. And you give, maybe the pinata can be in the shape of you, and so Katie that gives Katie a chance to take out some of her rage on this Anthony shaped pinata. You can get it custom made. 
Maybe even Katie can pitch in with her gambling winnings to help pay for the pinata. Um, and I think it would be good, by the way, for Katie to bring her own lighter fluid for once. I just That's just a personal opinion of mine. Um, pitch in um, with the tires, too. Yeah, maybe just pull, pull your weight, Katie, in this right. whole thing. I know how important money is to you, Anthony, and a lot of these grievances are, you know, how expensive things are. So yeah, I'll bring a some lighter fluid if you'll bring uh, some of those hand rolled cigarettes. Good eye statements. I think I can manage that. And wow. we'll, we'll light them on the the fire of tires and the you know the the bot. What are we beating up a, an effigy? A pinata shaped <laughs> like Anthony. It's not an effigy until you light it on fire. Oh, yeah, both. All right, so you'll have the Anthony effigy. There will be a confession note in there. We, What are we going to do about the grandfather's watch? Huh? Hmm? Start a GoFundMe. She could just pay back the $5,000 at her leisure. I hey, 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 I statements, Anthony. <laughs> you just don't get it, do you, Anthony? You just don't get it. I guess I don't. Very good. Maybe, okay, you're starting to get the hang of Alright, so you, you say Katie can pay back the $5,000 for your grandfather's watch at her leisure. And I'll break up with the therapist, but still be Stephen's grandmother. Great. It sounded like he, he needed that in his life. Yeah, I think that's the best case scenario for Stephen, and I'm glad that he's getting what he wants. Guys, I don't know if you noticed this. But you've been talking to each other quite a lot in the past few minutes. Did you guys take note of that? Katie and Anthony is who I'm talking to. I suppose I did. You guys have been... I want you each to say one thing to each other. Anything. I think it would be better if your name was Giovanni, but uh, I'm, I'm glad we're on speaking terms. Oh, well. I am glad that you will provide financial support for this bonfire. And that, listeners, is what we call being back on speaking terms. Yay! (laughs) Wow, Stephen, we got those two on speaking terms, didn't we? We sure did, like we always do. We always do that, and you know, while we don't pull equal weight, you and me, um, mm. one of us does more of the work. I won't say which one, mm-hmm. um, but one of us definitely made this happen today, and I think that person should be applauded. So, yeah, go ahead. Know who that was? So, go go ahead. Yeah, after you. No, please. I insist. I'm I'm a selfless guy, so you first. Oh, well, uh, I'm I'm clapping now. You just can't hear it. I'm also clapping for myself. Me too. For me. Yes, we're both clapping for me. No, no. We're we're both clapping for me, I'd say. Well, it's been a fun fun session uh here today. Yeah. We really made some progress. Uh we um 
actually, Anthony has now been apprehended by the police for um, his involvement in the death. <laughs> yeah. Of um, and this his- was actually a sting. We didn't know about that, but this podcast, the police were waiting right outside the studio. Um, and but it's been fun. Yeah, and even though Anthony's real. going away for a long time, um, we can have him back on as a guest at some point from the state penitentiary. That's right. Um, but Stephen, I just want to say um, that I commend you for um, doing this podcast and listening to kind of me settle things so well, for listening to that so well. Uh, sure. Join us next week on the, the Speaking Terms podcast um, when Stephen and I have a little chat about how things are going between us. How does that sound, Stephen? That sounds great. For the Speaking Terms podcast, I am Bo Seagrest. I am Stephen Marcus. I think that was really good. It's going to be our longest episode, probably, but I think it's going to be really good. (laughs) I have to pee so bad. You guys talk while I'm gone. All right. All right. What are we talking about? It's a trap. He just wants to hear things about himself. Oh, yeah. He is still (laughs) recording, so be careful. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (sighs) Well, congratulations on your. relationship being intact again mm-hmm. thank you steven congratulations on your podcast debut you did great <laughs> thank you <laughs> i apologize for keeping you all waiting i was looking at the, the microwave uh, clock <laughs> track and remembered that it's wrong by like an hour oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah that's all right yeah what? What's happening? I don't know, but is that what is that? Sounds like somebody's talking outside of somebody's house. Yeah, hey. they do. Hey. <clears throat> well, what were you guys talking about? <laughs>